This is Jones Financial Talk with Herstel Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Herstel provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Jones Financial Talk with your host, Herstel Jones. Hello and welcome to another show of Jones Financial Talk with me, Herstel Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions and my co-host, Tony Shore. Thanks for tuning in for today's show. Today's episode, Six Downsizing Myths to be aware of in retirement is actually based on the August 2018 U.S. News and World Report article of the same name by Rachel Hartman. No doubt you or your friends have considered downsizing your home after you retire. Your friends may have even suggested it to you. But before you give that more thought, today we're going to discuss some of the myths and misconceptions around downsizing. Now just remember, if at any point during the show today you would like to learn more information, feel free to give us a call directly at 541-773-9567 or visit us online at www.jonesfinancialtalk.com. And while at our website, feel free to head over to our radio page, check out past shows, and subscribe to our show on iTunes or Google Play. This will ensure that you are always kept up to date with our latest episodes. All right. Well, that sounds great. Yeah, great resources online. You've got a great site and people can subscribe to the show as a podcast or listen to episodes right there. Um, But this topic sounds like a good one. Before we get into that, though, how have you been? How's everything at Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions? Well, thanks for asking, Tony. We've been doing great. As usual, uh, very busy. This is a busy time of year and uh, just uh, serving our clients. And uh, we've been doing a fair amount of educational workshops in the community as well. But uh, yeah, things have been going really well. How about with you? Oh, yeah. Great. I just keep them busy with my kids. My 16-year-old daughter uh, took her driver's test a couple of days ago and she passed. So now we have another <laughs> licensed driver in the Shore household. That is big trouble, I know. <laughs> our daughter has her license mm-hmm. and uh, our son has his permit right now. So uh, that's the chapter that we are in. Yep. Uh, but it is, it is an exciting one. That's uh, that's for sure. Yeah, same here. So you're going through it too. Uh, and you know, when you add a teenager onto your insurance, it, it goes up quite a bit. Oh, there's no doubt about that. So, you know, we're definitely getting our lawn mowed more often now and yes. uh, more chores around the there house. So it's kind of, it's kind of nice in that regard. <laughs> Make them work it off. I like it. That's a good, that's a good plan. I think we're doing that as well. Well, Hey, you know, you said we're talking about downsizing today and my, my, not my first, my doctor tells me I need to downsize. Uh, <laughs> Tony, we're not talking about health today. Oh, we're talking about finance. Oh, oh, I'm like, why is my financial advisor telling me I need to downsize uh, and my doctor's telling me I need to downsize? Maybe, maybe there's a little- You know, it's not even time for lunch yet and you're already thinking about pizza, right? <laughs> it's true. Okay. So we're talking about uh, financially downsizing. Okay. Uh, but, you know, seriously, it seems like downsizing is something that a lot of soon-to-be retired people have to consider, isn't it? Well, Tony, that's absolutely true. In fact, it is often a topic of conversation with my clients as well. And while I'm not a licensed real estate agent, it often comes up as a topic when we're discussing future plans. 
So if you're thinking of moving during retirement, it is likely to a smaller place. But before you sell off extra furniture and downsize, it's important to note that less home doesn't always lead to an ideal solution. You might find unexpected financial and emotional challenges after making that, that actual switch. So today, we're going to talk about some of the most common misconceptions surrounding downsizing during retirement. One of the first misconceptions is that selling your home will lead to a substantial financial windfall. In fact, some people see their home as a lottery ticket, Tony. If it's paid off completely or you have a smaller mortgage, it's easy to think of the proceeds from that sale as pure profit, especially in the current environment when you can't go a day without hearing advertisements or stories of real estate financial windfalls. It's easy to forget that often selling a home costs money too. Yeah, it does. You're talking about closing costs and agent commissions, right? Yes. Closing costs and agent commissions are often the most common expenses that people think of when considering selling their home. However, there are other costs to keep in mind when thinking of downsizing. In fact, Daniel Bortz details a few of these details in his article on Realtor.com, which is titled, Cost of Selling a Home, Seven Hidden Expenses Sellers Can't Afford to Ignore. So for example, number one, housing repairs add up. If you've, you know, for example, Tony, if you've let your home's maintenance lapse, you may need to hire a handyman or a general contractor, depending on the nature of the work, you know, to get your property ready to put onto the market. Now, this isn't really time to cut corners at this junction. Number two, professional photographs don't come cheap. Four in 10 home buyers start their search by looking at properties online, according to the National Association of Realtors the 2015 real estate in a digital age report. And you know, Tony, photos are overwhelmingly viewed first, according to a study by Old Dominion University. Therefore, it's worth paying for a professional photographer. Now, lastly, landscaping. Curb appeal is what gets buyers in the door, and improving your landscaping can raise your home's value by up to 12%, according to research from Virginia Tech, entitled The Effective Landscape Plants on Perceived Home Value, which is actually by Alex Numira and the Department of Horticulture. Well, that's quite a list. I mean, uh, talking about all these different things, I haven't sold a house in a long time, and really only once before uh, we have the home we're in now, and it, it sounds like a lot of work. I forgot about all that goes into it and the costs. Uh, what are some other hidden costs that sellers might not expect? Well, yeah, and just to add to that, Tony, you know, to maximize your sale price, which you want to do because you've spent time putting money into that home and, and you've lived there perhaps for a while and you want to maximize that profit so the next chapter can be profitable or at least more comfortable for you too, yeah. right? Yeah, definitely. So I would say the next hidden cost that Daniel Bortz details in his article on Realtor.com are, for example, number four, staging. Now, this is expensive, but one of the costs of selling a home. Buyers need to be able to visualize what it will be like living in the home. Hence, staging where you hire a professional to arrange furniture and other items in a home to make it more appealing is definitely a good idea. Then number five would be utilities. Now, if you've already moved into your new home, you can't ignore the house costs of the place that's on the market. So you'll want to pay to keep the electricity on while your property is on the market. And of course, as we mentioned earlier, closing costs. Closing costs will be your second biggest expense behind commission fees. If you hire a real estate attorney to oversee your, your side of the transaction, it's worth shopping around to compare rates. 
you might also be able to avoid a 100 to $200 reissue fee for the title search if you can provide a copy of your policy. Wow. So there are a lot of potential costs that we need to consider, I guess. And I can see now how not all downsizing will result in a huge financial windfall. Um, and referring back to that article you had mentioned, uh, what's another common misconception about downsizing? Well, many retirees who downsize, Tony, assume that a smaller home will actually reduce living expenses. However, location can have a bigger impact than size. So if you leave a large home in the country, for example, for city living, you may find real estate prices may be steep. The same seller's market that may encourage you to look at listing your home could actually make your next destination more expensive than you actually expected. Well, you know what? Our time is actually almost up for this first segment. We have to take a quick break before we continue. Is there anything you want to add before we take the break? Well, Tony, I would encourage the listeners to visit our website as it's a great resource of information and they can get there by going directly to www.jonesfinancialtalk.com. We have a lot of resources on our website as well as my new book, The New World of Retirement, which is a guidebook. It's 15 chapters, 180 pages, and it talks about what I consider to be the new rules of retirement planning in today's economic environment. All right. Yeah, that's great. And what's the phone number our listeners can call one more time if they want to set up a complimentary consultation with you? 541-773-9567. All right. And listeners, stay tuned to learn more downsizing myths to be aware of in retirement here on Jones Financial Talk with our host, Herstel Jones. Do you feel like you need help navigating your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Toolkit from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions by visiting jonesfinancialtalk.com or calling us at 541-773-9567. And welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. My name is Herstel Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. Now just remember, if at any point during the show today you'd like to learn more information, feel free to give us a call directly at 541-773-9567 or visit us online at jonesfinancialtalk.com. Now today's episode is based on the U.S. News & World Report article from August 2018 by Rachel Hartman. And the title is Six Downsizing Myths to Be Aware of in Retirement. So far in the show, we've talked about two myths. Number one, selling will lead to a substantial windfall. And remember the hidden seller's cost as well. And then number two, a smaller place will reduce living expenses. Now next, we're going to take a step back and ask about the bigger picture. The next myth is that everyone in retirement should downsize. So you mean it isn't for everyone? Well, while most retirees, Tony, consider moving at one point, it's important to evaluate your own situation before making a change. If there are not financial concerns with your current home or health concerns, your best move might be to stay put. Now, you may be perfectly comfortable in your home, regardless of the size, but there's something to be said for having a stable and consistent home. You know, in fact, to quote the famous Benjamin Franklin, a place for everything, everything in its place. Right. Well, so downsizing can have some disadvantages, which is, uh, that's good news for me. I'm going to tell my doctor that. 
<laughs> that's that is very true. That's he very always true, wants Tony. me to downsize, uh, but I don't think he's talking about my house. Uh, are there other disadvantages with downsizing we need to know about? Well, for many people, taking the plunge to a smaller home is a significant lifestyle adjustment, as we all know. But whether you're a family of four, new empty nesters, or a couple looking forward to your golden years, you'll need to make concessions when you move into a smaller home. So before you decide to sell your home and move into less living space, take these important details into account. In fact, who knows more about moving than moving companies, right? Right. <laughs> so they, they, they actually move every day. Yep. Transstar Moving even came up with 10 cons to consider before downsizing. This is actually available on their website at transstarmoving.com. But let's work through each of Transstar's 10 cons now, Tony, because I think they're very important. All right. From transstarmoving.com. Here are the top 10 cons to consider before downsizing. I love the top 10 list. Here uh -huh. we go. So number one, well, I guess we would start with number 10, but we're going to we're gonna kind of mix it up and start with number one. So <laughs> you'll have fewer spaces for entertaining. Hmm. Now, some people invest a lot of time and energy into making their homes entertainment destinations. Now, if you fall into this group, you'll live to host elaborate parties, huge holiday gatherings, and various seasonal events but you've likely invested in making sure that you have all of the right dinnerware, serving pieces, and furniture to accommodate these large crowds, right? So number two would be, you'll find your smaller home may feel cramped. While smaller spaces can feel cozy, they can also feel cramped. This is particularly the case if you're accustomed to a much larger home. Now, one thing that you can do to help ease the adjustment is to look for a home offering higher ceilings. Additionally, invest in a smaller home equipped with abundant windows and or skylights. So these actually allow natural light to flow into the home, making smaller spaces appear bigger. Number three, you'll need to adjust your lifestyle. A large home is a lifestyle in itself. Moving to a smaller home forces you to adjust practically everything about how you live. And where you shop, how you entertain, where you exercise, these are just a few of the things that you'll likely have to change when you make a move from a larger home to a smaller one. Number four, you'll have less storage space. You may have been looking forward to having less space to clean and care for. The reality, however, can be very different. Think about it this way. For every square foot less space, you must get rid of current possessions to accommodate the loss of space. Now, number five is you'll have to work through the emotional aspect. Don't discount the sentimental element of packing up and moving from the place you called home for years, if not decades. So you may be leaving the house where you raised your children, a home filled with memories too numerous to count. So the thought of leaving these behind can be very hard for some retirees. Oh, yeah. I mean, leaving behind some of those memories would be hard for a lot of people. Uh, Hersa, what are the last five of that top 10 cons that we need to consider before downsizing? Well, number six is you'll have to consider the costs. The cost involved can add up quickly when you don't know really what to expect, right? So sometimes there are hidden or unexpected expenses weighing heavily upon your budget. We mentioned some of these earlier when talking about hidden costs and selling your home. But when you find a new place to live, you may have other costs such as rent, uh, condo or homeowner's fees, and general moving costs, like hiring someone like Transstar Moving to help you get to your new home. So the remaining items from transstarmoving.com 
really all have similar themes. So let's run through them all together. Number seven, you'll have to realize change is difficult. Number eight, you'll have to adjust to a new home in a new neighborhood. Number nine, you'll have to consider the stress of moving. And we know what that is like, Tony. We've all moved, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and lastly, number 10, you'll potentially experience feelings of loss of prestige. This is very, very common. So downsizing and moving takes a large financial and emotional toll on those that actually go through it. So make sure you're making the best decision for your situation, not just keeping up with the Joneses per se. Right, Tony? <laughs> I get it, Herstel. Uh, the Joneses. But you're right. I mean, uh, that uh, everyone should downsize is, is a big myth then. Uh, and you've got me all misty thinking about all the memories, moments, and milestones <laughs> that my current home has seen. You know that? Um, That's right. So let's make this next myth a, a little less emotional, okay? You know how I get. <laughs> well, I know how you get, Mr. Soar. <laughs> So the next myth is actually practical. So you've probably seen all those shows about selling things secondhand, right? So slap some paint on a dresser and suddenly it's a designer piece of furniture, right? One, one person's garbage is another person's treasure, right, Tony? Right. <laughs> well, yeah, my wife and I actually love those shows, but uh, it always looks like a lot of work to me here still. Well, it certainly can be a lot of work and far too often, not enough reward. Yeah. But the next downsizing myth from Hartman is I can bring in cash for extra household goods. Now, if you plan to sell extra furniture, antiques, or china to help cover moving costs, be careful not to overestimate the proceeds. With an increasing number of baby boomers retiring, the supply of antiques and collectibles has greatly increased, which has brought the price of some of these goods actually down, Tony. Yeah. So if you have unique pieces but aren't sure of their value, consider having a professional evaluate them before having a garage sale. You may find that they're worth more or less than you originally thought. Yeah, that's not quite as emotional, but uh, it could still be a, a big problem for people. Now, our time for this segment is almost up. Do you have anything you want to add before we take another quick break here? Well, Tony, again, I would encourage your listeners to visit our website. We're talking about downsizing today, but really that's part of an overall financial plan. And we have some great tools to begin with. We have our retirement income toolkit, which you can uh, find directly on our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com or simply contact us to schedule a no cost or obligation strategy session at 541-773-9567. We're just trying to get your mind kind of rolling as far as all of the different types of decisions that you need to make to have a successful retirement. And downsizing may or may not be one of those. Wow. Okay. I think that's great. Now, what's that number one more time that our listeners can call to get a hold of you or set up a complimentary consultation? 541-773-9567. All right. Thanks, Herstel. And listeners, stay tuned. We'll be right back with more of Herstel Jones here on Jones Financial Talk. Planning for income in retirement can be challenging, especially when it comes to Social Security. Our guide to Social Security can help you better understand and better implement a successful Social Security strategy. Download the guide by visiting jonesfinancialtalk.com or call Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions at 541-773-9567. Not only will you receive our guide to Social Security, but our entire retirement income toolkit, which offers much more. And welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. 
My name is Herstel Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. In today's episode, we're talking about downsizing from the August 2018 report by Rachel Hartman. Yeah, and it's been a great show so far, Herstel. You've covered a lot of ground and been all over the map. Uh, So far, you've talked about several downsizing myths, plus hidden costs in selling your home and in the move itself. So uh, what could be possibly left to myth bust on the show today? (laughs) Well, Tony, we still have two myths from the Rachel Hartman article left. The next is that the extra space won't be missed. Life in a 4,000 square foot home compared to life in a 900 square foot place could be a bigger change than expected. There may actually be tighter spaces that can cause issues like not having enough bedrooms for grandkids who come to visit or less room to display your furniture, collectibles, or heirlooms. Instead of scaling back on size, you might be more comfortable in a home that is smaller than your current family home, but large enough to host and to entertain because we're going to be doing more of that in retirement, at least for most people. So if you have a family out of state, Where will they stay when they visit, for example? You may want to have space or you may prefer that your guests return to the hotel at the end of the day. We've all been there, right? (laughs) But regardless, determine what your scenario fits best with your family and visitors. Right. Uh, You know, at my family events, we call heading to the hotel, boxers, return to your corners. Uh, (laughs) You know what I mean? That way we can get ready for another round. Yeah, and we've all heard the fifth story, right, Tony? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, but, uh, you know, the final myth mentioned in the article refers to the idea that downsizing is the only way to boost income in retirement. In fact, in my opinion, that is like saying there's only one way to get from one point A to one point B. You have many options to increase income in retirement. And I would suggest that you meet with a financial services professional, preferably a fiduciary, to look at all of your options in retirement. Then you can craft a customized financial blueprint to follow, to monitor, and adjust as you go through retirement. Well, I think this is really, really important for people to understand. So what do you suggest we do to begin creating that retirement income outline? That's that's a big part of what we need to be doing, right? Well, first, they would want to identify their income needs, Tony. An important aspect of your retirement plan is the evaluation of your income needs. So finding the most efficient and beneficial way to address that will really have impacts on your lifestyle, your asset accumulation, and your legacy planning after you retire. So when you've identified your income need, you will know how much to structure for income and how much needs to be set aside for growth. This will actually help you determine just how much you will need. Maybe downsizing isn't the best or most efficient option for income. Then, with the help of a financial professional, you can actually work on creating a steady stream of income for your retirement, Tony. Well, and I think that's huge. Now, in a sense, the statement, it's never too early to begin preparing for retirement holds true then, obviously. And in addition, we need to make sure our plan is going to be able to deal with those financial changes that we encounter along the way, right? Well, I would absolutely agree. In fact, by having a retirement income outline, to help you identify what is a steady stream of income, you can actually prepare for yourself a comfortable retirement. And you can do this by consulting with a financial services professional. I would recommend a fiduciary. 
Now, there's many ways to invest your assets. And when you can sit down with a professional and help take the emotions out of the formula, it can really bring the clarity to the situation and help you make the right decision. It's very important for the financial services professional to specify that each person's specific financial situation and specific retirement goals and needs are different. We see this all the time, Tony. We've been in the business for nearly 20 years, and I don't think any one client has the same scenario. So I want to make sure that the listeners make the decision that is best for them and their retirement goals. This is what we call a customized financial blueprint, and this is what we work through during our strategy session process with our clients, Tony. Now, in addition, a financial services professional's clients are not simply looking for information, but guidance. They want to know what to do and when they should do it in terms of planning financially for retirement. Now, that is the true job of any financial services professional, to provide guidance, information, and if you're a fiduciary, total clarity and transparency, Tony. Yeah. And I think that's really important. Uh, um, so this is important stuff. And Herstel, this is something you probably discuss with your clients on a regular basis, right? Oh, there's no doubt. I mean, you and I just talked about it for you and me at the top of the show this morning. We talked about, you know, our kids having driving permits and licenses and, you know, then goes college. And then after that, they're out of the home. And it happens to all of us. Uh, and time goes by so fast, we don't realize how fast time goes by. But before you know it, you will be empty nesters and you will be faced with these types of decisions. And so we really encourage our clients to be proactive versus being reactive. We all know that we much rather plan for what we want than to settle for what we get, right? <laughs> right. So we love to uh, come up with great topics for our shows every week to really kind of stimulate those those thought juices to get really rolling so uh, so you can actually really be engaged in the planning process and plan for what you want, not for what you will get if you don't plan, right, right Tony? Right, exactly. And you know, Herstel, as usual, time has just flown by and our time is up for this week's show. Do you have anything else you want to share before we go? Well, Tony, I would encourage the listeners to visit our website as it's a great resource of information. And they can get there by going to www.jonesfinancialtalk.com. We have a myriad of resources on our website. One of those is my new book, The New World of Retirement, a guidebook. You can get that on Amazon or when you schedule a no-cost or obligation strategy session, I'll be happy to give you a complimentary copy. And you can do that by dialing 541-773-9567. All right. Well, that sounds great. And thanks so much for that, Herstel. Listeners, that does it for today's episode of Jones Financial Talk with our host, Herstel Jones. Yes, and join us again for another episode of Jones Financial Talk. Take care and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Jones Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Herstel Jones at Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. Call 541-773-9567 or visit their website at jonesfinancialtalk.com. 
Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions as a registered investment advisor in the state of Oregon. Insurance products and services are offered through Jones & Associates Premier Insurance Solutions. Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions and Jones & Associates Premier Insurance Solutions are affiliated companies. Crystal Jones and Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.